looking up right now on english.stackexchange.com. Mm-hmm. Where does the term just wing it come from? Oh. As usual on Stack Exchange, um, a lot of motherfuckers acting like they know shit, not giving a real answer. I looked up the other day why music notes <laughs> aren't in alphabetical order. <laughs> It was late and I'd had a few drinks. Okay. <laughs> and I got these long explanations of these sons of bitches trying to trying to prove that they got a fucking PhD in music theory, but they wouldn't tell me why it doesn't go A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, So, La, Ti. You know what I mean? Wait, it does, though. If you like look at a piano, it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah, on a piano, it totally does. Piano keys are laid out A, B, C, C D. D. Yeah. But how come they're not that way on like a, uh, like in terms of pitch? Like why is like D not a, a step higher or lower than C and E a step higher or lower than D? I mean, it is, but some of the notes are separated by only a half a step, so it gets weird sometimes. But it's 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 like, you know, like E, G, B, D, F. Uh. Th- there are notes in between all of that also. Yeah. yeah. Of course there are. F-A-C-E. Yeah. yeah. Did you take the time to first write E-B-G-D-F and then put F-A-C-E in between? Yeah, they don't line up. They don't line up as A-B-C-D-E-F-G. Well, you know, E-F, right? E-G, E, and then you put F from face, and then G, E-F-G, and then it'll go A-B-C-D-E. Oh my god, I didn't yeah. visualize it correctly. <laughs> yeah, it's totally in alphabetical order. <sighs> hey guys, welcome to the November podcast episode. We are recording it after recording December in November, probably releasing in December. Yeah, that's that's a uh it's a weird way to record it, but we thought it'd be best if we just kind of uh did December first and then blasted through this one we basically forgot about. Well uh so I'm your cool um uh stuffing boy. Host, Chris Walker. And I'm your back from like three weeks of being gone in a row other host, Santino Tateglia. We have a real opportunity now. And because we are in the future and we're reaching back into the past, we can set up all kinds of callbacks. (laughs) Call forwards? Well, they're going to be callbacks once they're said in the December episode because chronog- chronologically, when you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah. you're going to hear November and then December. And so when we say something in the December episode, they're going to be like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, God. They really yeah. called that one they out. They really called that one out. Yeah. So I think we're, we're experimenting with the episode. This is the first one that, for one, I think is going to be way shorter. Yeah. Yeah. And two, we don't want to waste your time too much, but we didn't want to leave you. We didn't. This is our Thanksgiving episode. Yeah, so Thanksgiving already happened. It American did. Thanksgiving already happened. Canadian Thanksgiving happened. You've already forgotten about it at this point mm-hmm. because it happened so long ago, it may as well be next Thanksgiving. And then in the rest of the world, well, you're the problem. So <laughs> you're the reason why we have Thanksgiving in the first place. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a quick overview of the rest of this episode. Okay. Here we go. Yeah, let's do it. October releases. I'm going to talk about Matt Calvert. I'm going to talk about Tall Talker. And I'm going to talk about Daughters and Light. Yes. You're going to talk about... I'm going to listen to you talk about... You're going to listen to me talk about that. Uh, Then, 
I'm gonna give y'all motherfuckers a Bandcamp review that you're gonna love. Okay, great. Uh, this man across from me is gonna give you a fucking cool band name that you can use. That's the one thing I brought it's to the be table. Free. You send it. He's gonna have some. He's gonna have some witty comments. I'm gonna be looking at you for <laughs> for the clapbacks. I'm gonna be looking at you for the hot takes. I'm gonna be looking at you to come in here and fucking. Uh. You're gonna be. You're gonna be the goddamn Randy. What's his name from? You know what? Actually, at this point, maybe you'll be uh, Andy uh, Rick- Richter. Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> no, no, no. But that's that's good. Well, no, well, he's more of like a hype man. Yeah, he's like a white on Conan, guy on Conan. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's like the whitest hype man. He's. I, I don't know if, if you ever look him up. He's got some dude smart. Yeah, he no, he's a good guy. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking, I was thinking more like uh, was it, it's not Randy Johnson. That's a that's a baseball player from uh, American Idol. <laughs> the uh, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, yeah. What's his that's name? A, Randy something. Um, Savage? No. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> that's totally wrong. But maybe maybe you'll be uh, uh, Paula? I don't know. What's <laughs> Paula her? Abdul? Paula Abdul, yeah. You think I'm going to be Paula Abdul? Because well, she's just got a reverent oh, yeah. commentary. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe you'll be that one. I got a little, or maybe you'll be the Simon Cowell. I got Cali. little jeans on my legs. It's probably a song of hers from the 80s. No, she's uh, uh straight up now tell me are you really going to I got jeans on my legs. Yeah, you can do that in the same <laughs> melody, probably. Yeah. But no, maybe I'll be talking about Tall Talker, and maybe you'll be Simon Cowell, and you'll just be like, I fucking hate it. So there's an, there's an episode of iCarly that they talk about the guy that you're talking about, Randy, what's his name? Randy Orton. <laughs> we could Google it, too, but like, Randy I'm Pitchford. just going to keep going with it. No, there's no way for us to know. Yeah, Randy Pitchford. Oh, my God, he's my least favorite Randy. I hate that guy so much. <laughs> there's worse Randys in the Is world. Is there? Randy Pitchford. The hypothetical Randy is always the worst Randy. Oh, my God. You're like, God damn it, Randy. I, I wish that Randy just wouldn't over-exaggerate and lie. He over-exaggerates to the point of lying, and I hate it. Yeah. Like... You can like aliens, dude, and you can sit here and tell me that that's not a game that you fucking lied to me about. Fine. You can sit there and do that, but don't like follow it back with like, and I didn't mislead you. Yeah, you did. And it's cool. Just be open about the mistakes you made. It's fine. <laughs> you have been salty about aliens, colonial marines for the better part of a decade Borderlands now. isn't as good as everyone thinks it is. <laughs> is that better? Do you want to hear that? Borderlands is fine. Do you still have a copy of that Game Informer where yeah, they outlined the initial uh, pitch for Borderlands where it was not goofy at all? I actually might. I might have thrown it You don't it have away. to dig it out now. No, I, I, I reorganized <laughs> all my bookshelves and I threw away a lot of stuff, so I might not have it. Um, but that, but was, I, that was cool. I loved That was the better game. I feel like that uh, those two disappointments are really pivotal moments in your life. They're really formative memories for you. <laughs> About Randy Pitchford? Yeah, and they're both—they just both happen to be circling around Randy Pitchford. Um, But if you wanted something that wasn't a giant disappointment, um, you can look back to the month of October, which temporally at this point, two months ago. um, Who cares? Uh, You know, like everyone says, if I haven't seen it, it's new to me, and you know it might be new to you. Typewritten by Matt Calvert. And if you're thinking to yourself, mm, Matt Calvert, that sounds familiar. Uh, where's that guy from? Well, he's from Three Trap Tigers. And uh, I talked a little bit about Adam Betts last month. Um, he's doing his solo thing. That's not coming out for a while. There's no date on that yet. But if you're fiending for a little bit more of those boys, uh, you can go get typewritten right now. Um, 
if you don't know who Matt Calvert is, I would say this is going to be a weird comparison because if you don't know who Matt Calvert is, but you do know who Adam Betts is, they're like the same guy, but on different instruments. They're both these crazy instrumentalists that somehow have the creative output of a futuristic algorithm made by quantum computing that is just made to make good music, and somehow they just do it and put it out there. Yeah, that's that's so cool, dog. To, to zero fanfare. That's going to be a yes for me, dog. And there's a whole lot of uh, extra people on here. There's people playing vibraphones and fucking marimbas. There's, there's saxophones and dulcimers and shit. Uh, I mean, go listen to this if just to try and pick out all the instruments because uh, it's going to be a good time. And if you want to um, have a little bit more of this kind of sound, tangentially related, look forward to next month's episode when I talk about mammal hands. Oh, shit, dog. It's like you could see any of the future. So that was my call forward. Um, side- hey, what's up? It's me, Randy Jackson. Do you uh, Randy rem- Jackson. Do you That's remember? Name. Do you remember me on that one episode of uh, iCarly? Man, the kids, they get stuck in the closet. That's and, not even close to Ray Jackson's voice. In that one girl, she, uh, the girl from uh, Austin Powers there. You're doing, you're, doing, you're doing like an Italian cabbie in New York City from 1987. Nah, nah, this is Randy Jackson, dog. And uh, Hey, Spider-Man, <laughs> swing that crane around. And uh, yeah, you remember iCarly, she gets stuck in the closet. and There's a life-size cardboard cutout of uh, me, Randy Jackson, up in the closet. As a true fact, and that girl from Austin Powers is there. She's their teacher or principal or whatever. Wait, which, uh, Heather Graham? Maybe. She's number three? Beyonce? No. Beyonce was number three. No, 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 it no. Went, I'm, uh, I'm not talking. It went I'm, Elizabeth I'm, Hurley. I'm not talking the Bond girls. I mean, like, oh. you know how there's number t- there's Dr. Evil, number two? Frau. Uh, Frau. yes, 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 That's yes. her name. Yes, she's in well, iCarly. that's interesting. Yep. That's and anyway, that's me, your boy, Randy Jackson, here with the hot takes. That's a good one for me, dog. Hey, what else you got about the uh, last two months ago, last month, whatever? Well, what I was saying about picking out um, albums, what's really fun to do, uh, you know the band Sun? Oh, uh, closing apostrophe three times? Or a closing uh, yeah, parentheses dog, dog, three times? You got this, dog. You got this. Have you, have you ever heard the album Monoliths and Dimensions from oh. 2009? Oh, I... <clears throat> Is that the one with Alice on it? Yeah. Yeah, dog, I heard that one. <laughs> it's it's also got, like, it's funny because I, I looked at this, and before a lot of these names didn't mean anything to me, and now they do. Like, Dylan Carlson from Earth is on this, which is fucking crazy. Um, I haven't given this album a chance in a couple of years, but one of my favorite things that I used to do was look at the liner notes because they're extensive. The yeah. personnel for this album... 30 people and they're all listed as different instruments the the most fun game to play is to put this album on and try to actually find those instruments because <laughs> it's very difficult um, like if you can find the French horn on this album you've won my friend and that's a winner one for me dog but that's a winner winner chicken dinner you know next up another winner winner chicken dinner uh is the Gino EP by Tall Talker and you might know Tall Talker because they've been kind of uh in and out for a while now but this is a four song EP it's a little short it's really good 
I don't really have a whole lot of descriptors for this other than to just tell you to go listen to it because it's solid. I'm not going to say it's breaking the mold. I'm not going to say Ow. it's really going to be something that's going to blow your fucking mind, but it's going to be a solid listen, solid multiple listens. You're going to want to spend five Great British Pounds on it. You're going to keep it on rotation because it's just a good time. Sit back, chill, listen to it, have fun. Don't worry about winning any awards, Mm. getting any accolades for anything you've ever done in your life. And that's fine. You don't have to. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, it's going to be a problem here, mate, because you fucking can't sing there. Yeah. Who is that supposed to be? What do you mean? It's pretty pretty obvious who I am. It's pretty obvious who I am. Are you Mad Max? <laughs> what what you mean there, boy? I'm not Mad Max. It's me, Simon Cowell. It's very offensive. Simon Cowell has a much more posh accent than that. You're oh. doing like a cockney. <laughs> Please there. Please <laughs> That's not even close. Won't you get off the stage? You gotta study up on those accents. Uh, next is uh, a quick. This one I feel was kind of out of nowhere. Two songs by Chaboy's Light. It's a little. I guess I'm gonna call it an EP. It's really kind of like a single with an extra song. It's Blizzard. Uh, that's a little five track. It's a, it's got a. Light's always done this kind of half instrumental uh, or half electronic instrumental kind of thing. Uh, and they're really going hard on that in this song. And those usually aren't my favorite light tracks, but in this case, it's really working for me. Would you say that uh, the jeans are on your legs? If that's an expression that people use, yes. Yeah, uh, I think it was I think it was made popular in the 1400s. Um, I don't think there were jeans in 1400s. Well, you didn't let me finish, uh, but they were talking about a different pair of pants. Uh, a couple of Charles Bukowski's later, and Paula Abdul turned it into a 1980s uh, fresh hit single. Are you familiar with the concept of new sentences? <laughs> Tell me more. It's the idea that someone could say a sentence that's never been said ever in the history of time. <laughs> and I think we got a really good candidate for whatever just happened. Because <laughs> that was... It was a lot to take in. It's going to stick with me for a while. Which one? Which part of that sentence? I mean, you really, you really took us on a journey there from from uh, the Dark Ages all the way through Paula Abdul somehow. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it was just a lot, and I'm going to let us all process that. Uh, the last release that you absolutely should not miss from October is You Won't Get What You Want by Daughters. If you're not familiar with Daughters, they're uh, kind of hometown heroes for us boys here. We actually talked about them in the October episode. We talked about them in the October episode, but I have to talk about them again, uh, again because I did not stop listening to this album throughout the month of October and November. Uh, it was just a fucking shit show of awesome, awesome tracks one after the other. Um, it came out way better than I thought it would. It's very, very interesting to see their trajectory go from all the way from their first album doing these really quick grindcore 30 second like bangers. And now they're straight up embracing like ambient seven minute 
tracks of just like one sound repeated over and over and then them just hammering this existential dread into your face. It's fucking awesome. There's not as many like pure like jams on it as there are uh, on their last album, but just just as a whole piece of music, this thing works. I'll say the album cover is also pretty sick looking. Oh yeah, I mean they've they've got that shit all figured out. You know out. that like horror story um, uh, artist that gets around a lot. The oh the dude from Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind it kind of reminds. It's got that vibe. It's not the same, obviously, but it's got the vibe. Yeah, it just it encapsulates uh, encapsulates the album so well because it's just like overwhelming dread. Oh, uh, it's it's the perfect soundtrack for 2018, if you ask me. Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Pretty shitty. So that does it for October releases. Um, we would say, hey, here's what you can look forward to uh, next month. We've already. We're just going to talk about it. Yep. So it's like, you know, just wait a week or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And It's going to come up in December. Yeah. It'll, it'll, you know, you'll hear about it. So don't even worry about it. Don't even trip, dog. Don't even trip, dog. It's time. It's time. It's high time for crimes that involve limes taken from the depths of my mind, covered in grime, because it's Bandcamp reviews. That's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> uh, and this month, I have an absolute gem of a review for you. And it comes... From the album Happy Camper by Somersault. I just got that. Somersault. Wow. <laughs> That's great. I, I wish that I wish that there was a video component to like your face just now. <laughs> because you were like reading, 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 and then aw. Yeah, it really softened up when I when I understood that poem. That was uh, good on you guys. Um Adrian Gomez loves this album and uh his review reads as follows. <laughs> it's just him uh, laughing sorry let me make a pose myself <clears throat> Adrian Gomez's review of Happy Camper by Summer Salt reads riding the wave of life and letting the surf suck me off segment on the show that we can't <laughs> sorry can you just say that one more time <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But, I'll, like, I'll try to get a nice yeah, good get, clean get, one get a, in case someone wants a ringtone but get get right up on that mic Adrian Gomez's review of Happy Camper by Somersault reads riding the wave of life and letting the surf suck me off <laughs> Adrian if you're out there I want to say I appreciate your enthusiasm, <laughs> but that doesn't mean what you think it means. How old is he? Can you see his age? No, actually, don't tell no, me. No, there's no identifying information about this man. He could be anyone. He could be all of us. Just letting the surf suck him off. We can talk about a, um, a fresh, hot new band name that's free. Totally open to use, not taken. Maybe yep. we didn't do any research. 
So the um, the band name I'm going for in keeping with the theme this month is going to be Giblets? With a question mark? Yeah. Okay. I like it. Is then is that what the Never mind, I'm not going to explain where I think that com- you assume what I thought. So, uh if you name your band or your EP or whatever uh Giblets the question mark? I, I gave it a hard G, but yeah. All right. Let's say Giblets and you have to be really um you have to be really standoffish with anyone that pronounces it differently <laughs> in public. And if you can get a um, recording of you um, being an asshole to somebody that says, what's your band name? Giblets? You go, no, it's Giblets. And you have to use an upward inflection at the end because there's definitely a question mark. Um, send us a video of that. Send us your song. Send us yep, your EP. Yep, 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 yep. We'll plug it on the show. If you put it on Bandcamp as pay what you want, I'll give you $1 or more if it's good. I want to do something a little bit different. Um, I want to just focus in on one album this time, and it's an album that recently had a birthday. Hey. So this album uh, came out in October of 2015, and I thought I might look back on it and give a little bit of history and context and just celebrate it for existing. Uh, So this one, I'm of course talking about Tapestry Life by Pretend. Um, have you heard this album? Tell me more. I haven't. So uh, I started listening to Pretend, um, I want to say, in like 2012 or so. I first heard uh, their first album, Bones in the Soil, Rust in the Oil, which was self-released in either 2009 or 2010. People can't seem to agree when it came out. And that fits in with Pretend's whole thing. Um, I initially wanted this segment to be um, a little bit of research on the band, a little bit of history, how they came to be. But one of, I think, the coolest things about them is they are fucking ghosts. And I don't mean literally they haunt a single place Uh, as spirits or specters. They they haunt your mind, your heart. No, they, they have no history. They have. They barely use their last names if it's not applicable. They just like to be called by the first names. Um, they, their their Facebook has two posts on it, and their website just has like one link, and that's it. They're like impossible to find any history of. They've never like, as far as I know, given an interview, and they just kind of make an album and then go into hiding for six years and then just come out with something else and then go away again. So, so, yeah. so they have this this really cool sort of ethos and, and mystery about them that I love. And I don't think a lot of people can pull off. So a lot of people have to like hammer you over and over with, hey, we're here. Hey, we have this thing. Hey, did you forget about us? Yeah, that might come up Here's in the, the next thing. episode when we talk about EPs or something. So these guys definitely ascribe to doing one thing and then running off to some hovel somewhere in South America and living under uh, a rock and just making music and then coming back with an album, a double LP that's like 75 minutes long or more. I think it's actually like 80 minutes, close to 80 minutes. Jesus Christ. But it's fucking awesome all the way through. 
So if you haven't heard the album, I initially gave it a pass when I first heard it in 2015 because for some reason it's just one of those things where I listened to a song and it like didn't click right away. Like it wasn't what I was expecting. And I came back to it maybe like last year sometime and I immediately got hooked because I was like, this is possibly the best album I've ever heard. I think it's up there with greatest albums ever written. Jeez. It's really, yeah, it's, it's really that good. And, I, and, and it's one of those things where the more you look into it and the more you start digging, the more stuff you start to hear and the more you appreciate everything. Like you, you first, you know, you, you like it for, uh, for the, the talent and the virtuosity and then you start to understand how good the songwriting is. And then after a while, you start to really appreciate how reserved and pulled back it is when it could have been way crazier and then you start moving on it's just this like this perfect art piece that i mean it could have been pretentious and it could have been totally off the mark and it could have just been completely uh uh like dug into itself and completely self-involved where it's incomprehensible but somehow it's this understandable package that is eight dollars on the internet and it's 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 hard to describe because it's i mean it's long you won't get everything out of it the first time you'll definitely hear things more you'll i mean the songs range anywhere from i think the shortest song is seven minutes long right and it goes up to stuff is over 10 minutes so you'll do that thing where you kind of space out and you'll hear something for a long time, and then they'll just hit you with a hook out of nowhere. And be like, Whoa, what have I been missing? And then you'll go back and you'll listen to all that stuff, and you'll really, really appreciate the nuance of it all. And I think this is an album that deserves to be celebrated, if not because it's everyone's cup of tea, but because it is perfectly executed. It's by a band that I think under- either completely understands who they are and does what they do without any pretension and really any aspiration to uh, uh, fame or um, acceptance from anyone, but just purely makes art for the sake of it and, I hope, is revered for that. So, this month, go back, listen to Tapestry Life by Pretend, uh... I don't have a suggestion for what song you start. Start with the first song, Wrapped in Fantasy. It's a great intro to the album, and uh, you're basically going to turn this thing on, and then you're going to wake up an hour and a half or so later and go, man, that was one of the best 70 to 90 minutes of my life. And that's it. Um, Two things. One, I'm sorry about the audio quality, dear listeners. Everyone upstairs is having a good time making coffee right now. Secondly... Um, Chris is crying in front of me. I've I'm not crying. I don't cry. Mm-hmm. Well, there's tears. There's a river of tears. Speaking of a river of tears, let me jump right into what I would like to talk about, which is instead of an inbox zero this month because I missed the November boat, um, I would instead like to jump right into non-math. Unless yeah. you got more. No, that's it. All right. Well, this and then it was a good segue. Se- it was a good segue. It was until I did that, and it is 
a river of tears, you say? That's right. This month, I've been listening to a playlist. That's right. Not an artist specifically. You jump right on a Spotify, and you just type in Sea Shanties for Thoughts. <laughs> what? And, what? <laughs> you mean thoughts like... Uh, yeah, I do. T-H-O-T-S. Those, those hoes out there? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, you go on there, and you type in Sea Shanties for Thoughts, and shit... You not you gonna be fucking jumping off of walls. You're gonna be slamming on floors. You're gonna touch the ceiling. It's gonna be cool. And you know what the best part? Your friends are gonna love it. They're gonna go, oh shit, is that a sea shanty? Oh dip. And people are gonna be walking around with grog. You're gonna be on a boat. You're gonna be fucking sleeping. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Did you just Google it? Yeah, yeah you thought you thought it, it wasn't was, real. It was the fucking like first result. Yeah. That shit's real popular right now. It's popping off on Tumblr for some fucking reason. Why? Have you listened to Sea Shanties for Thoughts? About to. Well, don't play it on air because then I'm going to have to edit it and I don't want to do all that much editing. But Jesus Christ. But, but, but that is my recommendation for November, baby. Yeah, you get in there. That's a good fucking time. You get pirate shit going down. Boom. Steal something. Um, I guess mine's a little bit related <laughs> in that. <laughs> Thoughts would also enjoy it? I think as anyone might enjoy it. Uh, I'm, of course, talking about the masterpiece Sludge slash Dad Metal album Murder the Mountains by Red Fang. Every every single thought that I know is shaken to that album. It has such trembling, excellent songs as Human Herd, Hank is Dead. That's a class. Dirt Wizard. And my favorite song on the album, arguably my favorite song on the album, Throw Up. It is a song that, I so uh, off air, we were talking a little bit about Throw up. Um, songs that only have one riff. Yep. The song basically only has like one note. <laughs> but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> they really, they use that note. And they do it in the typical sludge style of just playing it like really slow and heavy and twangy and with all this fucking. I mean, Twing, one of the guys twang. is probably playing through a meat smoke or some shit, but it's just like, ugh. It's guttural and you feel like a fucking. You feel like a barbarian picking through a. Picking through a fucking damp battlefield covered in mud looking for scraps of edible human flesh. It's fucking dope. That's and that badass. album cover's great. That's Looks fucking good. badass right there. Hell yeah, dude. That's Go listen to Red badass. Fang. It's good time. Good riffs, good tones, good times. See y'all fucking idiots in December. Hey, man, like, why are you chill? Room Temperature Suite is hosted by Santino Tartaglia and me, Chris Walker. Dr. Nicholas Hunter, PhD, is our managing producer. Our intro theme is the seven-inch version of Floorboards by Roz and the Rice Cakes. Special shout-out to Tiago Morelli for always keeping an eye on the feeds and Couch Tigers for the sounds you're hearing right now. Additional respect tonight idea for the bump tunes you heard all throughout. Hit us up on the Fecking Bahamas Facebook page if you want us to talk about something on the show. Really? We mean it. We read a letter a guy wrote to us once. It's practically a guarantee. This episode was recorded in the oven alongside a beautiful Thanksgiving turkey out here 